we here. We out here, baby. We are here. As the boys say, we out here. What's going on, guys? Um, episode 39, man. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time here, thanks for thanks for cruising by, dude. I don't know what we're doing. We're going to figure it out. Uh, welcome to the show, man. Um, got some fun stuff to talk about today. Uh, I, I am really excited for the next like two months because I'm going to get some new gear for this podcast. I'm going to get some mics, some proper ones, the kind that everybody else has, the Shure SM7B microphones um, with some stands. I'm going to level up the space, create a little podcast space, uh, a little mini podcast studio. And it's going to look great. If you watch it on YouTube, it's going to sound better than it sounds now if you're listening on, on streaming platforms. Um, so I'm excited. And, and uh, you know, like I've said on the show a million times, I don't know what I'm doing with this show. I'm just kind of doing it. I'm just kind of talking about what I think is silly or funny or interesting. And uh, we're seeing what sticks and what doesn't. You know, and maybe I'll stop doing it after this episode, but probably not. I'm probably gonna keep going. Uh, yeah, man, a lot of fun stuff going on. Um, bro, first and foremost, uh, did you guys? I don't know if you guys watch SNL. Um, because why would you when you have my YouTube channel? Um, but Saturday Night Live had uh, a sketch this past weekend with Pete Davidson. It was an Eminem Stan parody. And it was really funny. It was it was well done. They had some PS5 jokes. It looked great. I swear on all that is holy on God's green earth. I have an I had an Eminem stand parody ready to go last year. It was fully written. It was um it was shot listed to the point where I I all I have to do is call my buddy with a camera and we would do it. Like I could do it right now. It was that prepared, but I didn't do it last year because I ran out of time because I had all this other stuff that I was doing uh, last year during the holidays. I did um, How the Grinch Took Mushrooms, which is on my YouTube channel. I'm also re-releasing that on my Instagram later this coming week, um, and I did that, and then the same night I did that, I did a video that of Eminem dissing Nick Cannon because this was back when Nick Cannon was calling him out, and they had a little beef. And so I did both of those. I was too caught up in planning those and writing those and shooting those. So I said, you know what? I'm going to sit on this for like a year. And usually when I sit on something for that long, I either end up hating it or it gets better because I just come back and write on it every once in a while. And I kept coming back and writing on it and, and updating the lines over the past year. And I was thinking about doing it. I was legit thinking about doing it this year, if not 100% next year. But I was really planning on doing it this year. And now I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. And also, it's not like a stealing thing because I never even told anybody I had this idea. Um, so it's just funny how such a specific idea can be um, shared via vibrations in the universe. And the the Pete Davidson one was really funny. You know, um, it, it was different enough from mine to where maybe I could still do it. I'm not going to. It's just too close. Like his in his, he's stew. And um, instead of Stan writing to Eminem, it's Stu writing to Santa about how much he loves Santa, how all he wants is a PS5, and he's obsessed with Santa. And uh, man, I'm just bummed. I, I can't do that now. I just can't do it. It's a comedy thing. Once something's been done, you can't do it again. It's like if somebody you know, 
did a song called Eminem Disses Stuff, and it, they dissed a dog in it, and we would be like, Brent already did that. You know what I mean? Like, um, Once something's done, it's done. So it's all good, but I will spit some lyrics here for you now just so that this can at least live somewhere on the internet. Um, because I read through it again. As soon as I saw it, my jaw dropped, bro. Like when I saw, when I heard the, the tune come on, I was like, fuck. They did it. They beat me to it. I beat them on a couple things. I beat them on the fly. You know, I beat them on the debates. Uh, but they beat me to to the Eminem parody. So it's all good. Um, here's, here's mine. I want to read you mine. So I'm going to do, I'll do the lines and then I'll like, I'll probably pop in, but just pretend like this is over the the Eminem song, Stan. And if you haven't listened to that song in a while, pause it, pause the podcast right now and go listen to Stan by Eminem so that you can get some of the references I'm going to make. Okay? Go do that now. Okay, great. All right. Now you're back. Okay. So this is, (laughs) here it is. This is my version of Eminem's Stan uh, Christmas parody. This is Eminem. Um, uh, and he's writing a letter to Santa. So it's Eminem writing to Santa instead of Stan writing to Eminem. <clears throat> Here it goes. Dear, oh, also this, <laughs> this, I, I, it's not finished. So like, there are going to be some corny, cringy lines. I get it. Okay. But it's not done yet. I would have finished it before we shot and perfected a lot of the stuff. Whatever. Okay. Here we go. Dear Santa, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I know you're busy with presents. How has Mrs. Claus been? Guess what, man? I'm about to be a father. And if I have a daughter, guess what I'm a caller? I'm a namer Santa. <laughs> a lot of people say that you don't exist, but man, fuck those people. They can suck a reindeer dick. Anyways, I hope you get this so we can be best friends. We should hang out sometime. I love you. This is Eminem. Did you get, dude, that's a funny fucking lie, dude. If I have a daughter, guess what I'm a caller? I'm a name her Santa. <laughs> that's fun. That's so silly. Okay, verse two. I don't love this verse, but here we go. <clears throat> a little angrier. Yo, Mr. Claus, I heard you jolly, but I don't like being lied to. Sometimes I eat a whole plate of cookies just to be like you. I even washed them down with a gallon of milk straight from the jug. But I forgot I'm lactose intolerant, and now I can't stop throwing up. I be shitting my brains out because I love you so much. Does Mrs. Claus do that? Probably not. We should kill her. Just kidding. Kind of. I get so angry you ain't responding. So I take it out on logic. Now he's tied up in my closet. Santa, you did this. All I wanted was a gift or an autograph. You could have wrote it on a starter cap. Oh, I should have made that. You could have wrote it on a Santa cap, on a Santa hat. That's funnier. That's better. See, I'm gonna change it right now, just so I have it in my notes. Or an because in the original song, uh, Stan is like, you could have wrote it on a starter cap, autograph for my daughter. You could have wrote it on a starter cap. But in this, it should be you could you could have just you could have Santa. You did this. All I wanted was a gift. Or an autograph. You could just write it on a Santa hat. But it's all good. I'm still down to be friends. Sincerely, the love of your life. This is Eminem. (laughs) 
All right, last verse, verse three. Okay, you fat fuck. This is the last time I'll hit you up. Hey, Saint Nick, you pricks like on this elf-sized dick. Think I'm scared of you, bitch? I ain't claustrophobic. Ooh, that's a bar. Hang on, this paused. There we go. Guys, that's a bar. That's a bar right there. You think I'm scared of you? Bitch, I ain't claustrophobic. That's good. That's good, Brent. Stroke that ego, baby. Hey, St. Nick, you prick. Suck on this elf-sized dick. You think I'm scared of you, bitch? I ain't claustrophobic. You get it? Okay. (laughs) Remember that time I tried to say hi at the mall? Man, fuck you. And that red-nosed bitch, Rudolph. And then we hear logic in the trunk, like... Shut the fuck up, Logic. Hey, Santa, I'll put my foot through your face and watch your head explode. Now that's what I call a mistletoe. Ooh. Do you get it? Because mistletoe? Missile. Toe. Explode. Hey, Santa, I just chugged a gallon of eggnog. Damn me to drive? I'm about to snort this cookie dough, too. Fuck it. We all gonna die. And then... And then... Santa um, comes on, and then the chorus, and then the last verse is Santa writing back, because in the original is Eminem writing back to Stan. So here's Santa. Dear M, sorry for the delay. Been wrapping presents and shit. Try not to eat too many cookies. It might make you sick. Ho, ho, ho. You sound really angry. Have you been doing drugs with the Grinch? I'm just worried. I don't want you to do some crazy shit. Like last week, some famous rapper... Chugged eggnog and drove off a bridge. Some other rapper was tied in the back seat with duct tapes on his lips. And in the car they found a tape. Gift wrapped. They didn't say who it was to. Come to think about it, his name was... It was you. Ho, ho, ho! It's Christmas, bitches! And that's it. And that would have been the song. But I can't do it, so I did it here for you. And I really hope you like it. I don't know if anybody who listens to my podcast ever fucked with the Eminem impressions that I've done, but that, that's for you guys, man. Um, so here, I had a couple other lines. I had this whole verse where Eminem was going to start talking about, here it is. By the way, I, by the way, <laughs> oh no. He starts talking about how he banged Mrs. Claus and all he wanted was for the three of them to have an open relationship together because monogamy is overrated. And if you love somebody, you should just be able to express your feelings and share your love with whoever you want to share it with, as long as they want to reciprocate and share that love back. And it went into this whole <laughs> like dissertation, you know, about how much Eminem loves Santa and just wants to be with him. Even if that means allowing Mrs. Claus to come into their relationship too. Uh, that got cut from the song. <laughs> I'd rather kick it with MGK than hang out with you for a day. You old bitch, take your ass back to the senior center. I don't even believe in you anymore. I'm going to go hunt. Now, I, now I'm going to load my gun and go hunting for Prancer. That's some funny funny lines in here, dude. That mistletoe line, woo. That's a good line, bro. Um, Yeah, man. But it's all good. Pete Davidson's version was funny. So it's all good. I'm just glad something funny exists. Merry Christmas, bitches. Um, yeah, man. It's fun. It's, it's a good time. You know, we're having a good time. Uh, I, uh, what else we got going on, bro? What else we got, dude? Um, did you guys watch? Uh, let's do some alien talk, bro. 
I just watched that documentary, The Phenomenon. The Phenomenon. Um, I think you can rent it for five bucks. Hey, it's the best five bucks you'll ever spend. Go watch that movie. It's it's who who created the movie, The Phenomenon movie. Um, yeah, it just came out. Uh, incredible. James Fox directed it. It's like uh, it's a volume. It's like an anthology of archival footage and interviews with really credible sources about UFOs. And dude, at this point, if you think UFOs are, if if you think that aliens don't exist and that's crazy, you're the conspiracy theorist. You know what I mean? Like whoever thinks that all of these UFO encounters can be blown off as swamp gas or foreign um, um, technology or secret government technology that the U.S. doesn't want to share publicly. If if you think that's the most likely thing with all of these, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're crazy. You're a crazy nut job. You're crazier than Alex Jones. Okay, this shit is so real, and it is so wild to think about. After watching this, and I've been following it for a little bit. Um, the Bob Lazar story, the uh, Commander Fravor story, uh, now all of this, the Betty and Barney Hill story, which is a little wild and wacky, but after watching this, and then listen to um, the director of this movie and that French dude on Joe Rogan's podcast, that's, guys, drink one for the first mention of Joe Rogan on today's Brent Pella show episode. Um, but they were on... Rogan's podcast and listening to these two guys, the director of this movie and the French dude Jacques, who has been researching this stuff for his entire life, listening to what they say, how they break things down and explain things in like very, not just scientific terms and, and not um, like mathematical terms and not, not uh, uh, you know, they're speaking about it with like reasoned logic and conversational tones. And it's it's so wild to listen to a conversation about such insane subject matter spoken by legitimate experts in their field with such calm uh uh like demeanors because it just it 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 validates everything. Cuz when you start talking about something like out the way Alex Jones does you lose everyone. You lose 99% of people just from opening your mouth. As soon as you go, ah, well, today, and then boom, half your audience is gone. And the other half leaves when you say, gay frogs, the fro- frogs are turning gay, Joe. Then everyone's gone. But these guys are talking about this shit, and they're so specific with their information, man. And and they're so, they're so on point that, like, I've been listening to it in chunks when I'm driving, and every time I pause it and I get to where I'm going, I just got to like reset my mind because I'm, I'm blown away every five minutes on this podcast. So go listen to the, the it, it came out last week by the time you listen to this episode, um, the Joe Rogan podcast, James Fox and Jacques something, J-A-Q-U-E-S or something French like that. And man, crazy dude. Woo! They out here, dude. What do you think, man? What do you? Th- I want to like have a conversation with somebody about this that knows their shit. Like I could bullshit with with co- comedian friends and and actor friends, all we want. We could bullshit all we want. But uh, 
it's not going to be the same unless I talk to like an expert. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just crazy, man. Uh, it is wild. And, um, it, I think like a lot of what they're talking about is about interdimensionality. Okay. Now we're getting deep. We're going to get deep real quick. Okay. Cause these guys are talking about how, um, people in the field of quantum mechanics and nuclear fission and all that, they, they, they're, research requires them to develop these theories of dimensions beyond the dimensions we know, the third and the fourth dimension, and into a fifth, sixth higher dimensions. Uh, and they're forced to develop these interdimensional theories in order to explain what they are seeing in their lab work with things like the, uh, at the particle accelerator, the Hadron Collider or whatever, if you guys know about that. Um, and, and so it's already like theorized that there are higher dimensions. And then when all of these, when all of these phenomena happen, uh, that have similarities, like similar objects that move at similar rates of speed, similar looking, um, all across the world over the course of like decades with no related the people who are witnessing them are not related or have never connected at all and it really you really think like what the fuck dude like is this this is it this is real but it's so easy to just blow it off because it's like terrifying to think about because we don't know what the fuck it is but man i i feel like we're in that time where we're gonna find out i just want to know i want to know I want to see it. I want to see it so bad, dude. I want to see it so fucking bad. Like, I just want them to land in the street so that everybody can see. But I also get that that's like, that would for sure. Uh, and and the government secrecy thing is like, I, I can, I try to understand why they wouldn't release all the stuff that they have about UFOs and um, potential uh contact with extraterrestrial like beings okay because they got that watch the documentary and then come back and tell me if i'm jumping off the deep end but they have that and they have a lot and they have a ton and i try to understand why they wouldn't release that piece by piece and instead would keep so much of it locked up forever is because like imagine if a spaceship did land in the street tomorrow and aliens got out that would turn the world upside down I hope first and foremost, it would bring people together and that we would all um, be a little bit more united as one race of people instead of all these different segregated groups of thought and ideology and beliefs. And it would bring us closer together as like earthlings, you know, but it would also like drive people insane, I think too, because it would make people question their faith. Uh, you know, there would be so much religious religion, debates and 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 so many like i don't know i i could see how it could lead to chaos but i also see how it could lead to unification if it was done properly and so hopefully that's what they've been doing with all the um leaked footage and the the documents and the new york times story and all that um so that's what i'm hoping man but it the the stories in this documentary are insane it's called the phenomenon watch it go listen to those dudes on rogan's podcast and um 
is crazy, dude. I, I really want to see him. The theory that's really interesting is what if they are us from the future? Because as humans develop over time, we've already gotten bigger heads. And this is something I, I looked into before Joe Rogan said it. So I know I'm sounding like him if you already listened to that episode. But this is, I already looked into it a little bit. So it was like the theory of that is uh, thousands of years ago, we were covered in hair. And we were walking around on all four legs. And we had small brains and small heads. And now our brains are bigger. Our heads are bigger. We're soft. We have less hair. And that following that evolutionary trajectory in the future as our heads expand more and more and we use our brains more and more our brains get bigger that stretches our eye sockets uh and then there was something about the dilation of pupils getting super big and that's why they have black eyes everywhere um and uh and then that far into the future we have the ability to manipulate space and time and that's us coming back to the present now which is fucking crazy to think about or it could literally just be a different dimension on top of ours. Like right now, we like we are underneath the dimension where these things are coming from. Because it could be it, it's I I it's hard for me to think that it comes from like a faraway place in space. I'm I'm personally more of the thought that it's interdimensional. Um, if we believe that it's not man-made. And everything in this documentary and that these guys say on that podcast episode tells me that there's no way this stuff is explainable with like in human terms um, with human with human stuff. You can't explain with human stuff, whatever. Uh, like, I don't think they're coming from a hundred million billion light years away and they're just zooming over here across space. You send an object to come over here and do research for you. You need to send three little gray people. So, I feel like they're just on a different level and they can manipulate space and time in a way that our brains can't even process. And so they're coming through and they're like leaving little breadcrumbs. Like, you know, there's uh, a couple examples of telepathy that they had with people where they're warning them about technology and take care of the planet um, and things of that nature. And I don't know, dude, it's just interesting, bro. It's just interesting to think about. You know what I mean? I don't spend night and day thinking about it, but it's fun to it's fun to think about, it's fun to talk about. It's uh it's an interesting thing. I highly encourage you guys to look into it, uh look into this stuff. It is um wild. It is absolutely wild. And we'll get into it more, man. I'll dive back into that stuff another time. But definitely go check that out. Um, Logan Paul is fighting Floyd Mayweather. How do we feel about this? How do we feel? It's a win-win for both of those guys. Payday is going to be huge. Floyd Mayweather is a fucking genius, by the way. I guess, in a sense, Logan Paul is too. Um, I would put all my money on Floyd Mayweather, though. I mean, it's just he's a professional boxer. You can't... I don't care what the size difference is. People could say, like, oh, yeah, one punch from Logan that's all it takes is one punch from Logan and Floyd's out because he's so small have you watched Floyd Mayweather box the guy's whole game is defensive and 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 bobbing up and down and movement non-stop movement Logan Logan Paul will probably lose him within 30 seconds just from his field of vision so I would put all my money on Floyd Mayweather that dude is raking in money dude the, and and you know how many boxers want a shot at Floyd Mayweather and, and he chose to give Logan Paul a shot because it's all about the payday, baby. 
That's all that is the money. Floyd isn't in the game to be the best at boxing anymore. He's already done that. Like he checked that box. So like I call I saw a couple people on Twitter saying he sold out. What? Floyd Mayweather sold the guy that's worth how much is Floyd Mayweather worth, dude? Jamie, can you pull that up? Pull up pull up how much is Floyd Mayweather worth? Thank you, Jamie. Um, adding it all up, we estimate that his worth is at least $560 million. However, he could be worth $1 billion at most, uh, depending on stocks and investments and portfolios and da 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 Looks like he gets 300 mil a fight uh, after taxes and other people paying out. He probably gets at $100 million at least. I don't know. That's I don't know how that works, but good Lord, this man is paid. Smart move, dude. Logan Paul is a massive audience, massive fucking audience. And you know he's going to promote it, and you know he's going to talk shit, and you know his dickhead brother Jake Paul, who I want one-on-one on a, on a basketball court, you know that dude's going to blow it up. And, um, yeah, it's a smart move, dude, from both of them. Logan Paul's going to get his ass kicked. Actually, you know what? He's not going to get his ass kicked. He's just going to lose because Floyd Mayweather is going to hit him enough to get the points on the car, on the scorecard. And he's going to dodge everything. And at the end of the day, it's going to be like, yeah, I mean, Floyd Mayweather won. There's not going to be a knockout unless they make him Floyd Mayweather mad. But I don't know how you can be mad when you have a billion dollars. If I had a billion dollars, dude, I don't think I would ever be mad. How do you be mad? What are you going to be mad at? What are you mad at with a billion dollars? Think about that. That you don't have a, a billion and one dollars? What are you mad at, dude? If you have a billion, that's a legit question. If you have a billion dollars, what could you possibly be mad at? You blow a tire on the freeway, right? Let's say you blow a tire on the freeway on the way to something really important. You know what you would do? You'd step out of the car, you'd look at the tire and be like, oh, I almost forgot I have a billion dollars. That's it. That's what you do. What else do you stub your toe? You stub your toe, it breaks. Your toe breaks. Now your toe looks like this, just hanging off your foot. What would you do? You'd be like, ouch. Oh, wait. I have a billion dollars. What could you possibly be mad about with a billion dollars? Is there anything, anything to be mad about? What if somebody came up? What if you're, what if you're in line at In-N-Out and you go through and the person comes up to your window and they're like, hi, and you're like, oh, you're too happy. And they're like, what can I get you? And, I'm, and you're like, oh, I'll take, uh, I'll take a double-double uh, uh, protein style with extra um, sauce, please, extra spread. And they're like, okay. And you pull up to the window, but right when you get up to the window, a crazy guy dressed as Elvis comes jumping out of the bushes with a crack pipe hanging out of his ear, and he stabs you in the chest four times, and he yells, this is for all the eggs! And then he just runs away. What would you do? You know what you would do? You'd be like, oh man, I'm bleeding. Oh wait, I have a billion dollars! There is nothing... (laughs) That could make me upset if I had a billion dollars. You know? You know what would make me upset if I had a billion dollars is if Gavin Newsom put padlocks on basketball hoops again. That motherfucker, dude. If you want my full take on this specific topic, you go listen to episode 37 of this exact podcast and you will get literally all of my thoughts 
um, except for the new ones that have thought on that situation. Gavin, uh, hey, bro, you fucked up, dude. I wanted to love you. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I wanted you to do great things. You're doing dumb things, dude. Gavin Newsom is doing dumb things. And when I run for governor one day and they pull up these clips on my podcast, make sure they know that I meant everything I said. I meant it all because you're being a dumb dumb, Gav. Gav man's being a little dumb dumb. He's a dumb Gav. Ha! Fucking Gavin, dude. Take the locks off the basketball hoops, bro. We have enough information now to make a decision of whether or not we want to play basketball with friends and what we're going to do after. It's like he's treating people like they're running around like licking old people. That's not what happens. All right, dude. Again, you can argue this point in the comment section or for a more nuanced and contextual point of view in long form, you can listen to episode 37. Got a new video out with uh, my friend CJ Franco. Released it last week. It's called um, When She Asks, What Are We? Doing really well online, I think. Uh, You know, I I think, you know, I've had a love-hate relationship with the internet forever. And I still feel like I'm two years behind as far as like my numbers go and following goes in comparison to what I'm putting out. But my number one thing above everything is is make sure I really like what I'm doing and I like what I'm doing. So I'm gonna be patient and we'll just see what happens, dude. And maybe, you know, I'll fly, I'll fight Floyd Mayweather one day. I wanna fight Jake. I, I don't want to fight Jake Paul because he would beat my ass. But I want to play basketball against Jake Paul and Logan Paul. I will play both of them one on two and I would probably win. I would put money on that. I put all my money on that. Um new video coming this week. Gavin Newsom's holiday rules. Gonna have some special guests. Uh, that you'll recognize and very excited. I think that's going to drop on Wednesday. Don't quote me on that, but do check back on Wednesday because I would like to release that video not late in the week because I got other shit coming. Oh, do I have some other shit coming, dude? Next week, this podcast comes out Monday the 7th, Monday the 14th on Instagram. Um, No, I retract that previous phrase. Monday, December 14th, I will be releasing part one of an ESPN original documentary on the rise and fall of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Because everybody knows the story of how Rudolph got famous. Nobody knows the aftermath of what happened when all the fame got to his head, to his got to his red nose. So here's what I'm going to do for that because it's like 12 or 13 minutes long. I'm cutting it into three sections. On Instagram... Parts one, two, and three will release Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the 14th, 16th, and 18th. The whole documentary, the whole 12 to 13 minute documentary will release on my YouTube page in its entirety on Friday the 18th, simultaneously with part three on Instagram. I'll also, I don't know what I'm going to do for Facebook yet. Um, I might divide it into three pieces for Facebook because I don't know if people watch long stuff on Facebook. But I think people watch long stuff on YouTube, so that'll be the move. Uh, Besides that, man, I love you. All right? Thanks for cruising. Thanks for joining the Pella Party. Did you know you've joined the Pella Party now? Just by watching this, you have joined the Pella Party, dude. This is the party for people who are sick of bullshit, okay? We're sick of people... we're, We're... Dude... We're sick of people trying to mandate some bullshit. We're sick of people being stupid. We're sick of people being loud and dumb. Okay? 
What do we like over here, dude? We like science, we like facts, and we like vibes, dude. That's the Pella Party, baby. Science, facts, vibes, dude. That's what we like, dude. We like vibes above politics, dude. We put vibes above politics, bro. That's what's up with these politicians, dude. They ain't got no vibes, dude. Politicians ain't got no vibes, dude. Pella Party got vibes, dude. Pella Party's here to make America vibe again. That's what we want. That's what we want in the Pella Party. We want to make America vibe again. Mava, baby. Mava, baby. We are here to Mava. Okay? Are you Mava? Or are you Mava? Because we vibing over here. We vibing at the Pella Party, baby. <laughs> All right, guys. I love you so much. Thanks for cruising. Thanks for chilling. Go watch the phenomenon and uh, drink a lot of water today because you're probably dehydrated. Bye. Bye.